0: Are you curious about the current state of the rapidly changing real estate market? For answers, look no further than Brian Linda at Coldwell Banker Bernizer Realtors. We are experienced real estate professionals with over 40 combined years in the industry. We have a finger on the pulse of the market and can help you understand the latest trends and conditions no matter how wild they appear. Right now, we are offering a free, no-strings-attached seller's guide. This guide is packed with valuable tips and insights to help you navigate the selling process with confidence. Contact us today at www.realestatechanged.com. Dot com or find Get Brian and Linda on Facebook. Remember, for all things real estate, Get Brian and Linda. And hello, everyone. Talk of the Town is up and running in O'Claire, Wisconsin, USA. I'm Scott Montesano, and this is where the Chippewa Valley comes to talk. Another day, another week is upon us. we got a lot to get to, as always. We'll talk a little bit about the... Uh, The wheel tax, which feels like it's a fait accompli in the city of Eau Claire. We'll talk about, uh, I thought, uh, a good article in the Leader-Telegram today on Tuesday that really frustratingly lays out that it's a good idea. But we'll talk about this In just a moment, a couple other things to get to as well. Uh, It is spring break week, and uh, if you're tuning in right now, there's a very good chance you are not on a vacation. (laughs) Now, Now, you may not be working this week. Maybe you've taken the week off, but you're still in town. And if you are tuning in right now and you are somewhere warm, You've got my approval. Hell, you, you, I am demanding you turn off the podcast and you get outside and you enjoy yourself. Uh, it is spring break week. It's a chance for some people to go out on vacation to enjoy themselves. I've, I got friends that are posting on social media their photos from down in Florida and, and a couple that are at resorts in Mexico and a couple that are over in California. Now, the majority of people have stayed in the area, and it's not something that a lot of people can do every single year. Some people have the means to be able to go on a lavish vacation annually, but for the most part, a lot of people only get a chance to do it once every couple of years, once every four years. So to those who are out on vacation... I believe you agree with me because, as I said, if you're tuning in right now, it probably means you're 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 in the area this week. Uh, I think you all agree with me. We are extremely bitter towards each and every one of them. (laughs) We're very very bitter. That they get to enjoy uh, spring break week. Uh, I am getting cabin fever. I think a lot of you are as well. We're all fighting that cabin fever. I have seen a lot of people out the last couple of days getting those dog walks in. Because it's sunny. It's 40 or so degrees. It might as well be 90 degrees compared to what we've had the last little bit. Uh, Spring will come quick. Once that snow melts, spring will ultimately come quick. But we're all getting that. That eagerness to, to get spring going, to get outside, to, to get those walks in more often. I'm already seeing a few more joggers than you had in a couple of weeks ago. As the snow has melted away from the sidewalks and, and from the roads. So it's not quite the sprained ankle season it was. And we have hit the point, too, where even if we get a a slushy inch or two of snow, it's gone by later in the morning. So we've hit that point. Yeah, I know a lot of people out on spring break enjoying themselves this week. And and hopefully, and and I will, before we move on to to the wheel tax, I will, as much as I say, we're all bitter towards those who are getting a chance to enjoy their vacation. Someplace warm. You know, my family and I, we were down in Walt Disney World last year around this time. Do go on vacations. When you get a chance, go on a vacation. Save up for a vacation. Try to, and it doesn't always have to be someplace lavish. Oh, we're going to go overseas, we're going to go to Europe. We're going to go down to Mexico. We're going to go down to a really nice resort in Florida. We're going to go stay on the Walt Disney World campus. doesn't always have to be something lavish like that, but do get out of the state. Get out of the region if you can. Do something that creates memories and gets you away from the day-to-day do that it's good it's, it's good for the soul even if it's taken a, a weekend trip to chicago and experiencing chicago something simple and while it's in the region i do tend to think many of us don't take full advantage of the twin cities go over spend four or five days around the Twin Cities. If it's the summertime, go spend time at Valley Fair. Now, I know some people, they they love the outdoors and, and, and all, all that, and there's nothing wrong with the outdoors, but switch that up a little bit where you go. All right, wherever you go, you're going to need a mode of transportation, and with very few exceptions, there will be some bit of automobile travel involved in wherever you may be going. And speaking of that, hell of a transition. That's why I'm the best. That's why you come for this audible chocolate. Speaking of automobiles and transitions, uh, the wheel tax, the Eau Claire wheel tax, which has been discussed now for the last, oh, two months, and ever since it was first brought to light by... Dave Solberg, the city engineer, it's felt like it's going to happen. The state has a registration, a wheel tax. The county has had a wheel tax now for about five, six years, and now the city wants to join in, Eau Claire, the city of Eau Claire. So if you are a city of Eau Claire resident, you will have to, when you register your vehicle every year, pay the state's fee, pay the county fee, and it's looking very likely Starting in the summer, you are going to have to pay a city fee on top of that, a city fee of $30. So you have the 85 from the state, another 30. You're, you're paying about $150 to drive an automobile if you live in the city of Eau Claire. So it's not inexpensive, but it makes sense. And you talk about, you know why is it called a wheel tax? Well, it is a tax for those who have an automobile. So if you don't have an automobile. Or you only have one. You don't have multiple ones. or you, You're you not paying. It's It's frustrating to think. But this is not a. You have to pay. Sort of thing. It's only if you drive. An automobile. Now the realistic thing is. In a community like this. You have to drive an automobile. Despite all of the talk of pub- public transportation and whatnot, it, it behooves you to have an automobile in this community. Again, there's you don't have to pay this tax. You don't have to have a car or a truck, but you probably are going to want to. Well, the Leader Telegram did a great Q&A that they put out on Tuesday's paper and I think this is perfect really runs through all the questions you may have and a lot of them prying questions that you and I have the type of questions where we're trying to find the holes so we can combat having this wheel tax. City council will vote on this next week after there's a public comment period on Monday and you go through the Q&A and the reality of it is i don't want to say they they've closed every loophole there is but if this was a debate there's not a lot of weaknesses that you can there's, there's not a lot of holes you can put your finger in and and try to scratch it a little bit wider the door may not be bolted shut, but it's, it's, it's closed. <laughs> it's it's going to be hard to find a way through the rationale that's been laid out for the wheel tax. And it goes through the question and answer that the Lear Telegram has, and it points towards the fact that this $30 wheel tax appears to be necessary. Now, there is a couple of things that come out in the Q&A that I think draw people's attention. They go, all right, all right, I understand. We need, we need this. This money would all go towards road improvement projects. But, hey, can we have a, a limit as to how long this goes? Maybe it's only five years. Maybe it's only 15 years. Well, there is no quote-unquote sunset date to this. This is going to be, if this is voted in, it's going to be a tax that's going to run in perpetuity until they decide to take away the tax. And you and I all know once there's a tax, it doesn't usually come off the books. To put a sunset date on it, say, hey, this tax will exist for the next 10 years, those tend to be pointless anyway because they tend to just get extended extended anyway costs are only going to go up the needs for road uh, road construction in the area is only going to continue to go up and once you're used to having a source of income a source of revenue if you are a entity whether you're a governmental entity whether you're a small business once you are used to a certain revenue stream you do not want to get rid of that revenue stream so even though you may put a sunset date on it to make you feel good usually those get extended anyway there are a number of examples of when you used to have highway construction projects in this country a, a half a century ago a lot of these toll roads one of the big reasons you'd have toll roads and they would sell it to the populace is well we're going to have the toll road for as long as it takes for us to build up the infrastructure, and then we're going to take the toll road away. Reality is, most places that set up tolls still have tolls 50, 60 years later because there's always an expense that they could pay with the money. The other thing that people wonder about with the wheel tax, they go, well, I... Because again, people are trying to grasp for straws why they don't want this, and that includes me, because we don't want this wheel tax, and we go, well, what's to stop them from taking this money? And let's say there are no projects, there aren't any projects, so it becomes, uh, it becomes profit. What's to take them from taking this money and using it towards something that is not a road construction project? Well, there's checks and balances in place, and it would be illegal by state statute. So if they did start to do that, there would be hell to pay. They cannot do that. They can't take the money and say, well, we're going to take the money, and we don't need to spend it on a road construction project, but we're going to take that money and we're going to put it towards uh, a flower bed at Phoenix Park. No, they can't do that. And we also really realize this, without the wheel tax, without it, only the bare minimum could continue to be done. There are routine maintenances that this would not cover. This is going to be for new projects that are uh, are necessary. Without expand without putting the wheel tax in, only the bare minimum would be done, and the reality is costs are outweighing the money the, c- the city has, and that goes back into levy limits, and that's a whole other argument. Right now, all the city can really focus on is the bare minimum, the maintenance. But to do new things, to renovate, to update, to build new, they need this wheel tax. Again, the only reason to be against it, and I've said it for the last month, the only reason to be against it is we don't want to pay it. We don't like having to pay extra taxes. I don't want to pay extra taxes. Do you want to pay extra taxes? No matter how valuable they may be, we don't want to... And this isn't something that's sexy either. It's road construction. But road construction's a lot like a roof for your home. You never really notice when it's it's great. But sometimes you need to sometimes need to repair or replace your roof, and sometimes you need to repair and replace your roads. With the roof, you never again notice when it's working, but when it starts to not work, there's a leak in it shingles are coming off or anything like that, Oh shoot I gotta spend money on that and it's not something that really excites you it's not like buying a new television for your home, but you have to do it, same thing with roads you don't really notice your roads until there's a lot of potholes or there's other issues with the road or you want to expand a road or anything like that. Or you want to reopen a road, anything like that. You don't really notice until there's a problem and then you have to spend the money for it. Even though it's not as exciting as, say, building a new park or something like that. It's just a necessary thing that you need. So the only reason we don't want it is we just don't want to pay, but there aren't any other good reasons why not to have the wheel tax so it appears as though this thing will probably pass without any problems coming up next week and that does by the way think about the city council city council is about to add a new tax which will not be popular and it will be something people will directly notice when they see their car registration fees keep going up for the most part you know Starting in July, I think it's going to be July that they would start this. So some people like me that pay in May will get off for a year. But starting in July, those costs are going to go up. The city councilors will get away with this without any type of repercussions. It's not politically a bad move. Because remember, you don't have a lot of, you don't have any races in the city councilors right now. If this was coming up and we were having contested races locally on Tuesday, you and I both know it'd be a little bit different. And it's why we go back to what I said last week, we talked about with Chippewa Falls, all those unopposed races, to the point that now you don't even have people in position to take over what are going to be vacated seats. Because nobody wanted to run against incumbents and now you got incumbents that are saying I can't do it anymore and now we've kind of got that issue going around everywhere when you don't have challengers and even if you like the incumbent you still want challengers they push the needle a little bit I did hear one person make a good point when it comes to the wheel tax well this is going to chase people out of the city because it is an extra thirty dollars. If you live in another city, you li- or another community, you live in Altoona. You don't have to pay this. You're gonna be using Eau Claire Roads all the time. Eau Claire and and, and Altoona are one and the same. I know people don't like to hear that sometimes, but I always have that view. Maybe it's because I'm an outsider. Outside of a couple of signs, the two feel you know, the, the two bleed into each other, and that ultimately is good for the community. So somebody can live in Altoona, they're still benefiting from everything Old Claire's got, but they wouldn't be paying said uh, wheel tax. Is this going to chase people out? It's not going to chase people out. And I would think even with the way the housing market is and and the, the lack of options and stuff of that nature, if somebody... Some people will think taxes if they're choosing between one or the other, but for right now, it's not going to have, I don't think, much of an impact. Over time, when people have more options, if they're looking to buy a home or where they're going to go, well, maybe they're looking at another community because they're able to save some money off of a certain tax, but I don't think you're going to see an awful lot of people say, the hell with this, I'm leaving Eau Claire. I don't think you're going to see that. A lot of this talk of Taxes chase people away. Taxes tend to be more of a validation for somebody leaving as opposed to being the initial cog for them leaving. Well, continuing on, uh, talking about transportation, the Oakware Transit Commission has come out and said they have an opening for an Eau Claire public citizen to join in. So the uh, Eau Claire Transit Commission, remember there's a number of commissions that include average Joes and Janes that operate in the city. Remember that. You've got various commissions, business commissions, uh, historical commissions, all these number of commissions. And the Oak Transit Commission has an opening for a public citizen to join. You can apply online. You serve a three-year term. And I don't believe there's any pay to that. But you do get to... Have a direct say in things. Now, a lot of times these commissions are not making the final determination on anything, but a lot of times what they say, their recommendation, which goes towards the city council, is what is ultimately adopted by said city council. Not always, but many times it is. And you get to have a great say, and when you're on one of these commissions, you are not... Publicly elected, you are selected by the commission itself. So you don't have to deal with as much of the if you're worried about public backlash or things of that nature. A lot of times, being a part of these commissions is a great way to see if you want to eventually run for public office. It's a great way to get a feel for what a public office is. So we'll see. Uh, how they do as far as applications for the Eau Claire Transit Commission. Uh, drive through voting is underway in the city of Eau Claire. City Hall has opened up the drive through voting for next Tuesday's uh, election day. Now, in-person will, of course, be on Tuesday. It'll be intriguing to see the type of turnout you have. You do have a, a couple of uh, board seats open with the Eau Claire School Board, though there's not been the, the, the discussion we had last year. Uh, that really isn't any bit of a uh, push on the school board races. The big one everyone is thinking about is, of course, the state Supreme Court race. And we've had uh, local rallies the last couple of weekends, uh, Protusaywich had a rally in this community, not with her present, but she had her supporters uh, over the weekend rallying up in the community, and Dan Kelly uh, campaigned for himself in Altoona a couple of weeks ago. That'll be the big scuttle, but That'll be a talk of the town next week. There's no other way around that. Everybody's going to have an opinion. On that next week, uh, one way or the other, it'll be it'll be intriguing to see what the the turnout is, the voter turnout is next uh, next week. Uh, that's for that's for sure. Did see a couple other things here. In fact, uh, when we're done with this podcast here, got to head over to Northwestern Bank. Uh, for their latest Banker with a Beer podcast, uh, did see... And I was wondering when we'd see this story come out. Uh, QOW did a little story on everyone seeing these regional banks, the, the struggle that a few of the regional banks had. And I did not want to say few. Silicon Valley Bank, its signature bank, those two banks. And there hasn't been anything else. But, hey, is your money safe if you're using, say, a Northwestern bank, which is a smaller bank, one of a, unfortunately, a dwindling number of smaller banks? Is your money safe at banks like that? It absolutely is. Absolutely uh, is safe at Northwestern Bank. And I'm not about to go through the whole banking system with all of you and, 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 and that sort of thing. Uh the banking system is, is secure, you know. The, what, what tends to lead. Go, go watch It's a Wonderful Life, and it's what happened And It's a Wonderful Life that happened a week and a half ago, and yeah, the, you know, the various checks and balances didn't fall through, and there was too much risk, and where the money was being invested, and, and all that sort of thing. But uh, I think it's, it's always a reminder for people that banks are businesses too. And unlike when you go to, say you go to Hy-Vee and you want to get yourself uh, some meat. You want to get some meat. I need some meat. I need some beef. I need some beef. And you go, and next thing you know, you go, oh, the beef counter's kind of empty here. They, they, Hy-Vee was a little, you know, they, they had a truck that got delayed or whatever. Uh, oh, I got some beef. But now rumors start, oh, we don't have any beef at Hy-Vee. Everybody runs to Hy-Vee to go get beef. And next thing you know, they're out of beef. And you got people waiting in line. I need my beef. I was told I'd get beef. And yeah, it's not quite like that because, you know, people have money that's been invested and all that. But you get the idea. If everybody goes in at once, it's supply and demand and and all of that sort of thing. See if there's anything else we want to touch on uh, today. By the way, uh, Thursday, more than likely, will be a uh, recorded vehicle for us. On Thursday, you Now the big thing we wanted to talk about today was uh, that wheel tax, which uh, it, it's it's something there that and, and I'll t- I'll tell you this when it comes to the wheel tax, we have not heard a lot of vitriol against the wheel tax because I think people just understand it's something that is necessary. It makes sense to have it. But then again, I also wonder, and I, I kind of leave everybody on this, uh, we have not heard a lot of anger in the area. And I don't necessarily want anger, but I haven't heard a lot of passion about a lot of things locally in the last couple of, uh, of months. Uh, we'll have to see if something does spark people. The positive side, when you don't have this, is that usually it, sometimes it's a sign that people are like, yep, yeah, we, we hired people. When you elect people, you're in essence hiring them. We elected people in these positions, and they put people in positions, and they, they and all this. We trust what they're saying. We need to do this. Let's do this. That's the positive side of it. The negative side is you hope you don't have apathy. That's the worst thing. You don't, you don't want apathy. You don't want apathy. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of Talk of the Town. Don't forget all of our great podcasts at echometownradio.com. Great podcast dropping on Wednesday featuring an interview with Chris Kruzy. That'll be the Coffee at the Cottage podcast. Our friend Emily had Chris Kruzy on. Great, great interview uh, with him. There'll be an all-new McDonald Mac chat as well, a few other podcasts. Of course, Banker with a Beer later on this week, too. On behalf of everyone who made this podcast possible, I'm Scott Montesano saying there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. Make sure to take advantage of it. And until next time, so long, everybody.